Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Former WWE star to debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling next month, Junior Dos Santos calls out Roman Reigns. New AAA Tag Team Champions crowned on last night's AEW Dynamite and Impact Wrestling offers a contract to an independent standout. Hello, good morning, welcome to the Solo Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling. I am Andrew Pollard. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Be nice. It's Sunday, and uh, before we get into the wrestling stuff, whatever you've got planned for your Sunday. Have a good one, whether it's doing loads of stuff or whether it's doing absolutely nothing. Just make sure that you and yours have a great Sunday. But wrestling, that's what we're here for. It is the wrestling news. It is Sunday. And first and foremost, the former Buddy Murphy is heading to New Japan Pro Wrestling. This makes me very happy. Now, of all the the many, many people released by WWE across the last, what, 18 months, uh, when you're looking at when these releases were announced, you look at where people could end up. One of the, the kind of most intriguing propositions to me when it came to Buddy Murphy, now Buddy Matthews, was like, man, imagine that guy in New Japan. Uh, or imagine that guy in Ring of Honor in the pure division, tearing it up with like, obviously it, was good. I, it would have been John Gresham, but John Gresham's now moving up to the, the world title level, but like Josh Woods. Uh, yeah, just Buddy Murphy is the kind of guy that can have a match with anybody. And you know that if they get a decent amount of time, it is going to be great. The, the best kept secret as he called himself during the, the end of his WWE days. And it's like, that that doesn't need to be a secret anymore. Just go out there, have banging matches with whoever you want. And those the, <laughs> some of those banging matches are going to be under the New Japan Pro Wrestling banner. Now, it's November the 13th, I think. I've got it written down here. November the 13th, Battle in the Valley. That's when Buddy Matthews is going to be making his debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, which is the, the arm of New Japan that's been based out of Los Angeles for the last little while. And uh, it's, it's not known who he's going to be fighting in that debut, but this... This news came out last night because the, the the strong taping yesterday, last night, yesterday evening, there was a video package played where it just was announcing his arrival for the 13th of November with a to-be-decided opponent. Now, you look at it and, like, I mean, Will Ospreay's one that jumps out as someone who you like to see him tangle with down the line. But for me, you've got, like, Jay White, you've got Tom Lawler, you've got, like, sort of like Fred Yehi, you've got Fred Rosser, you've got Wheeler Utah. There's... 
there's lots of really good po- Juice Robinson. There's so many possibilities where it's like, yeah, put put Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews in with those guys, and let's see what happens. Um, now, the, the last time we've seen on WWE TV was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Sorry, let's give it its proper title, which was just before WrestleMania 37. Then he was released on the 2nd of June. One of those, there was that round of releases that happened then. I think it was like seven people released on that day, possibly. Um, now, his non-compete clause expired at the end of August. He's wrestled two independent dates uh, last month. And yeah, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews and New Japan Pro Wrestling, bring it on. I think this could be a absolutely phenomenal fit. And from New Japan Pro Wrestling over to WWE and AEW and specifically to Junior Dos Santos and Roman Reigns. Now, you may have seen the last few days that Roman Reigns uh, I guess that some would say shots fired in, in AEW's direction. He did an interview with Complex where he basically just dismissed AEW's competition, dismissed their roster, um, labelled them as what I think it was like 200 pounds soaking wet who could do nothing physically to Roman Reigns, um, that he's basically a specimen, that he's a legitimate athlete, that he's six foot three and 265 pounds, and the AEW are... Uh, for, for lack of a better term, I think he said they were little brothers. That's how he compared him. Just, I mean, this is clearly, you can see this being like the tribal chief, the head of the table. But then also as well, I mean, Roman Reigns seems like somebody who is going to be a WWE lifer, who is their poster child. And there's a belief that maybe he, these are his real words as well as being kind of in character brother. Um, but yeah, one person who didn't take too kindly to these was former UFC heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos. Now, of all the people you want to piss off, it's probably not the guy who who was a former UFC heavyweight champion. Um, but Julio Dos Santos, of course, made his, his in-ring debut, his pro wrestling debut for AEW, um, just literally, what, this Friday on, on Rampage, where he teamed with the men of the year to defeat Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, and Jake Hager, and looked very good doing it. This is all part of the ongoing uh, American top team um, invasion, I guess you would call it, maybe, of AEW. But yeah, Gino Santos took to Twitter and I, I do have it written here. Uh, I heard your interview. Police and the address of this club, you will throw me and my little brothers out of. Are we ever going to get Junior Dos Santos versus Roman Reigns? I highly doubt it, but it's just, it's a fun one to watch play out as in like, where's this going to go? Because I th- Roman seems to have really embraced the being this, this guy, because there's those the battle lines are drawn i guess people would say there's very passionate aw fans there's very passionate WWE fans some of the talent under those banners are very passionate about where they work and are quick to defend their workplace and roman reigns in the last little while has stepped up to do that for wwe um very much in uh, as i mentioned in in the same vein as his tribal chief character and it's just, it's a fun one to, to watch. I mean, he, he also in the same interview, Roman said that he saw CM Punk's in-ring debut, wasn't really impressed, looks like he lost a step. All things that you could clearly believe that that head of the table, that Tribal Chief character saying, and all things you can probably believe the real Joanna Ray saying as well. But yeah, we'll, we'll see where this one goes. And it's just a fun one to keep an eye on, I think. Um, and if you were watching AW last night, Dynamite, you'll have kept an eye on the fact that your new AAA World Tag Team t- Champions are Las Superanas, also known as the Super Frogs, also known as FTR, as Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Yes, after this whole mystery of who was going to be the mystery masked tag team that Andrade El Idolo was going to bring in to face the Lucha Bros, it ended up being FTR. And FTR now are the new AAA World Tag Champs. So that's like another notch to add to their 
their ever impressive collection of prizes that they've gathered across the globe now. I mean, you've got the AAA tag titles, they've won the AW tag titles, they've won the Raw tag team titles, the, the SmackDown tag team titles, the NXT tag team titles, and it's uh, it's cool to see them embrace it as well. I think it was Dax to, to Twitter to say like, we're gonna need another star because they've got their jackets with stars on to represent the, the different world tag titles that they've won. And so now we've got another star that needs to go on there. And also while we're talking about Twitter game, Cash Wheeler went on there and and threw out the, some Eddie Guerrero socks were seemingly worn during this match as a little tribute. Now, the sock game of the the, the FTR guys has long been strong. That, that I've seen a couple of times Dax has been wearing Bret Hart socks and that stuff, that, that catches my eye always. And now we know that there were some Eddie Guerrero socks worn as a tribute. To, uh, to Eddie um, by what seemingly just by Cash, maybe by Dax, who knows? But yeah, it was uh, it, it was a really good match. It was just it was two of the best tag teams on the planet, simply put. And this was a stacked episode of AW Dynamite. You had uh, Malachi Black beating Dante Martin. You had Moxie making short work of Wheeler Utah, which I really like Wheeler Utah. But I mean, this is Mox. You had the Super Click beating the Dark Order. You had Penelope before tapping out Kiera Hogan. Brian Danielson beating Bobby Fish. There was the feud between what Hangman Page, Kenny. Omega, Serena D, Miguel Rashida, MJF, Darby Allen, Sting, uh, Britt Baker, Anna J, Conti, Ruby Soho, and Penelope Ford. All of those feuds were were furthered, uh, and it's just it's it's a fun time. And we also got the AW World Title Eliminator brackets, which was there fun to watch. We're going to have Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer, which is going to be a war, I'm sure. Uh, Brian Danielson and Dustin Rhodes. And then we've got Preston Vance, number 10 of the Dark Order, against John Moxie. So pick your favourites there. I mean, Tony Khan, when we saw those supposed leaked cards for, for AW Full Gear, November's pay-per-view, we had Danielson and Moxie on there. I mean, is this how we get to that match? Is this part? Is this the final of the, the World Title Eliminated Tournament? I mean, however we get there, that's a match that, if and when it does happen, it's going to be very good. And away from AEW for now and over to Impact Wrestling. Now, I'm I'm always cool when I get to, to rock out and do the uh, the Sunday news. If I can talk about Impact, I will. If I can talk about the NWA, I for sure will. If I can talk about Ring of Honor, hell yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, Impact Wrestling, have reportedly, this is as per Fightful. Uh, Sean Rossap and the guys doing a great job over there. Uh, the Impact have offered Lady Frost a contract. Now, she has wrestled for the company, uh, I think it's three times now, as the most recent being this past week. Um, where she lost to Savannah Evans. Um, now, Lady Frost has made a name for herself for the last couple of years on the independent scene as, as somebody who so many companies have had an interest in. She appeared for the NWA earlier this year at, at Power, uh, And at the NWA, there was talks there of having to come in permanently, but for whatever reason, the deal could not be agreed. She's Lady Frost has worked for AEW. She's done enhancement matches for WWE where they've taken a look at her. Uh, there was a, a match against Asuka. Uh, and now it looks like Impact are keen to sign her up. And I think for, for Impact, this would be a great get. I mean, Impact Wrestling, the knockouts division has just been... Um, it's, you can look at that and say it's been one of the most consistent divisions um, over the last, what, man, uh, 15 years or so. Yeah, obviously, there's been massive blips, but just for the most part, there's just... When there's maybe a slight wobble with the knockouts division, all of a sudden, they strike gold again. I mean, at the moment, you've got Dylan Perazzo on an absolute tear as a knockout champion and just putting on banging matches after banging matches with whoever wants to step up to the plate. Uh, and Lady Frost, for me, I think that's a really smart get for Impact if something can be agreed on there. That was the story from Fightful, is that Impact have offered a contract. There's no word if that contract has been 
Agreed upon. Um, Matt, I'm just going to wrap things up with a couple of quick questions. Apologies if your question didn't get featured last week. Somebody may have gone a little bit long and went through a load of questions, which then our poor editor Ryan had to choose which one to make the cut or not. Sorry, Ryan. Um, but I just got a couple of quick ones here that I am going to try and get through quickly. Uh, Mark Salad, Mark, how are you doing, Mark? Um, Modern Andrew, hope you've had a great week. Thoughts on AEW doing an all-women's pay-per-view and all-tag team pay-per-view? WWE clearly doesn't care about either division, and this will bring more people and wrestlers to AEW, Impact, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Could do joint pay-per-views. Um... Yeah, uh, firstly, I, I, I've had a great week. Thanks, Mark. It's been a very, very busy one. But uh, yeah, um, and in the, the not busy bits, there's been lots of Squid Game, uh, lots of FIFA 22. Uh, and yeah, just lots of 1992 WCW, which is always a good time. Uh, anyway, um, do I think that we're going to get an AW all women's pay-per-view and all tag pay-per-view? Yes and no. I think that we will get an AW women's pay-per-view sooner rather than later. I mean, obviously, WWE had their Evolution pay-per-view. We've had Ring of Honor putting a renewed focus on their women lately. Uh, we've also had the, the, I mean, Impact always focused the knockouts. We had a knockouts knockdown special um, that was de dedicated to Daphne. Uh, and then you've got the MWA that did Empower, which was just a, a really fun show from top to bottom. And I, I think AW, Tony Khan's talked lots about the, the focus that they want to put on their, their women's division. And I think this is that kind of natural step. We've got the, the secondary title being introduced, the TBS title, which I believe the, the brackets for that tournament is being revealed on next week's Rampage, I think. So, I mean, they're, they're clearly, AEW is clearly looking at ways to further their, their women's division and, and the talent there. And I mean, they, they've got some great talent. And I think you could easily put on a, an all-women's pay-per-view with the roster they've got. But, I mean, obviously, we've got the Forbidden Door is open, so you can call on people from the NWA. You can call on people from Impact Wrestling. There's, I mean, AEW are open to working with anybody. So, realistically, feasibly, I mean, they can make up a, this, this sort of pay-per-view with their own talent, or they could work together with other companies. I think that one will happen. A tag team pay-per-view, I don't see that one as as much of a reality as, a, as an all-women's pay-per-view. I think that, again, the talent is clearly there. I mean, we've got so many tag teams, great tag teams in AEW right now. And there's also talk of, of trios titles being introduced. I think that will happen, I, I'd imagine, I don't know, this is just me spitballing. I, I think that'll happen at some point next year. Um, I don't think we get a tag team, a sole tag team pay-per-view. But who knows? I'd be for it. But you, you look at that talent, man. And again, you look at the talent in the company, you look at the talent elsewhere uh, of the, the worker relationships they've got with other promotions. Yeah. Um, so yes, for the women's pay-per-view, not quite yet for the uh, the old tag team pay-per-view. Um, and uh, our, our next question is at Mimi Burris on, uh, on Twitter. Hello, I keep meaning to ask a question for the Sunday news, but always forget. God, Mimi. Um, anyways, am I the only one who has a problem with Jim Ross's commentary on AEW? For example, last night Colin Britt Breaker and Anna Jay's backstage brawl and old-fashioned cat fight. Now, um, are you the only person that has a problem with Jim Ross's commentary? No, you're not. There's there's a, a lot of people that have an issue with Jim Ross's commentary. To, to me, Jim Ross is the greatest announcer of all time. I am so happy that Jim Ross gets to call the action on a weekly basis uh, on, on a mainstream product that I can easily access. Um, but then, I mean, there, there are certain phrases that it's a tricky one because when I, when I think catfight, then maybe this is me being very, very naive and maybe it's an indicator of the area that I live in. I think of cats screeching and fighting in my garden because where I live, for some reason, there seems to be lots of cats um, and you'll just hear like this shriek. So that's my first thought. But I mean, 
when you break it down historically, catfight is a term that has been used. While I might be very naive and think of it literally as cats fighting in my garden, um, it is a phrase that historically was used as a way to, I don't know, it was just like that, that phrase where it was used to I don't want to say sexualized, but it, I mean, in a way it was because you, you think of I, you think of ECW as well, man. Um, uh, of Joey Styles there and his screams of catfight, and that was that ECW was very much just whenever you heard catfight being screamed, it was women in their underwear rolling around pulling their hair out in a uh, slightly sexual fashion, and then Tommy Dreamer would pop up and say he's hardcore and he's taking them both. Uh, so stuff like that isn't a great look. So. I think that yeah, if you use a phrase like catfight, people. It's it's a term that, like I said, historically has been associated with two women scantily clad fighting, which isn't necessarily the the sort of phrase you want to be thrown out there when you're talking about uh, women's wrestling these days. Um, and yeah, so it's I think stuff like that Jr. could do with winding back a little bit um, because it's you've got to move with the times and phrases like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a fine line. Um, but then there's going to be some people who say, like, this is just all woke and, you know, it's just, it's a phrase that's been around for years and it's fine. So, mm, I don't know. But in terms of me, have I got a problem with Jim Ross on commentary? Um, like I said, I'm just happy to have Jim Ross on the call. I mean, there are the odd slip-ups here and there. There are phrases like this where you're thinking, mm, do we need to be hearing this? Do we need to be hearing Jezebel in 2021? Probably not. But uh, then the, I think that there's the commentary work he does is still very, very good at a very high level when he's on uh, and he is on for the most part. But yeah, if you're, are you the only person with a problem with Jim Ross on commentary? No, there's lots of people out there who just cannot stand him. And, and, I, and I, I am not one of those people. But I feel like I've gone around the circles here on a subject that is quite a delicate one for a Sunday morning. So I'm just going to stay. I'm going to stop there on that one. But no, uh, some of those comments, not really needed. That's that's what we're saying. Um, yeah. But thanks for that question. Thanks for putting me on the spot on a Sunday when I've only had one cup of coffee. Um, but thank you for tuning in. All the guys that are watching here. Thanks for any comments, any likes. Be nice in the comments. It's a Sunday morning. Come on. Uh, and whatever you're doing with your Sunday, just make sure you have a fun one. Um, be sure to follow us at What Culture WWE on Twitter. Follow me if you want at Culture Left Peg. You don't have to. It's not all that exciting. I don't do that much that's entertaining. Um, I, I, I am dying to talk about Halloween Kills on there because that was something uh, but yeah have a great rest of your sunday i'll be back next sunday and uh, have a fun week ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.